this is the last coffee house. I was traveling for a week, and Donald Trump, President of the United States, made some tweets that were completely unremarkable and standard fare for somebody criticizing people who are criticizing the country. However, they were taken as some kind of categorically discriminatory statements about particular congresswomen and people of color. So let's let's just have a look at this because this is I mean it's been tiresome since the whole they're not sending their best thing and one of the primary issues that I had from the beginning when it came to Trump and the leftist response to Trump but it's it's still going I mean it's still going today but this one and the one that just happened absolutely have the same air of they're not sending their best and good people on both sides I mean absolutely have the same air and there's always this pattern I always I see these headlines you know I'll open my flipboard app and I'll see these headlines about Trump racist tweet and I'm like oh my gosh what are these say now and then I'll go actually read the tweet and I'm like what are you talking about so in this particular case even Ben Shapiro I heard him he was talking to uh, so the other three conservative commentators on Daily Wire and they're having a discussion about it it was a very <laughs> fun to listen to discussion but even Ben Shapiro was like he bought it hook line and sinker the framing of the way this was the reality of these tweets is that Trump was trying to be clever in a way that Trump tries to be clever <laughs> he's not good with words not not very good at all. But if you think for half a second about it, then you realize that he's limited the category that he's actually criticizing, and it specifically goes toward the one person that it would go toward, and what he actually says about it is completely unremarkable and makes perfect sense. It's so ridiculous that we have to go through this pageantry. So this is obviously what he said. He tweeted, So interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world world, if they even have a functioning government at all, now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime infested place from which they came, then come back and show us how to do it, or something like that. I didn't get the third part of it, but anyway. So you get the point. The whole point that I'm trying to about, make about what Trump is actually saying here is that he specifically limits the category of who's being criticized. That's not... <laughs> He's not criticizing a particular race or even the amorphous, massive, gigantic group of just people of color. This was a line that was drawn by people who see people in those terms. So the leftists who say that, no, we have to group everybody by these, by skin color. We automatically do that. So I don't even know if it's particular animus at this point where they're deliberately trying to abuse language to make it seem like it's racist or whatever. I don't even know if they're deliberately doing that anymore. I, I think they might just be auto-grouping people based on their skin color and then saying that any criticism, you know, that goes toward somebody can be applied to anybody who has a similar skin color. I, I don't know if that's what they're doing anymore, but specifically in this, he is using the vague pronoun to reference specifically Ilhan Omar. That's what he's doing. He's saying it's interesting to be in the state of having congresswomen like Ilhan Omar who are from terrible places who come and criticize the United States and how they run the country. That's what he's saying. He's not grouping all of the progressive congresswomen together. He's an idiot because later he goes on to respond to their attacks and attack them for whatever, not liking the country, etc. But the specific category that he's criticizing here are people who are, one, progressive, two, 
running the country. Three, come from countries whose, quote, whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world, end quote. And four, hate America. They have to do all those things to be the thing that he is criticizing. He just, he's not very good with language and he's using a general pronoun category and trying to be oblique in the way that he's referencing her. He's not saying that all the progressive congresswomen, that's not what he's trying to get at. Oh my gosh. So they have to come from governments who are complete and total catastrophe. That's where they have to come from. That's part of the category of what he's criticizing. That's a curious kind of very specific racism that he's using here. They have to do all those things to be part of this. And it's the same thing that happened with the not sending their best thing because what did people say? They said that he was saying that all Mexicans are rapists and murderers. That's what I still hear this narrative today. I still hear today. I cannot believe it. When what was, what did he actually say? If he's saying that they're not sending their best, he believes there are their best. And those are the ones he wants is the best ones of the people who are of that skin color <laughs> or of that, of course, because Mexican isn't a skin color, it's a national origin. So that wasn't even correct either. But the whole point is no matter how you read it, if you're honest in any way, it's ridiculous to tie this to racism like this. In this particular category, he's, he's dopely just stating that you have to have all these factors, all these things have to be checked off for me to be criticizing you right now. And the whole point is three of them don't have those factors. That's the whole point. And people go off the deep end and that's why it seems like such nonsense, everything the media has to say. But this is nonsense. This isn't a story. This is like somebody says, hey, if you don't like this country, go back to a, your your country of origin, which you were actually from Somalia, uh, which is not something that <laughs> you dispute or anything like that. This is a controversy. This isn't a th thing. And we just had another one that's a similar controversy that shows kind of this leftist idea that if the person has a particular skin color, it changes the category. It changes what criticism is. It changes how they treat them, which is incredibly sad. The point is they make this auto association. They treat people differently based on their perceived protected status. So in this particular case, there was the tweet that he sent out that was uh, about Baltimore or something like that, how terrible his, his city is, which is true. They called it a horrible rat infested place or, or something like that. And he needs to get that put together before he criticizes me. Perfectly valid criticism. <laughs> If, if the person had been, if Donald Trump had said something like, you, because of your skin color, are not capable of running a city, and therefore your city is bad, then okay, we could talk about that. But this is, he's criticizing the running of the city. The person happens to be a person who has a different skin color who's and hasn't improved the city. It makes perfect sense. We seriously need to, what am I saying? I mean, it's not even, it's a contingent of the vocal, childish, democratic left who just wants to racialize everything, call everything racist. This, of course, dilutes the meaning of the word to oblivion. I mean, it, it genuinely doesn't mean anything anymore. You don't even know what people mean by saying it. It's just that if there's any association... <laughs> of one person being white, one being black, then automatically it's racism. There's that other thing, Erica Thomas, who said that the guy said to go back to her own country, the guy turned out to be a Cuban Democrat who's just trashing Trump on Twitter for the thing that he said. <laughs> that she was trying to reference because she said he said to go back to her, her country even though she then admitted that she said it to him and said was it he, she wasn't sure if he actually said it or not. And we have another one. I mean, we just have another one. And then it all comes out. He goes and challenges that. He's a Cuban anti-Trump lifetime Democrat and 
<laughs> she's trying to attach him to Trump and his go back comments. I, oh my gosh, what nonsense. And she's like a city council person or something like that. Somebody who's being subsidized by tax dollars and she's doing this kind of nonsense. I just, these are non-traversies. These are not serious things. And this auto-categorization of people who have to happen to have different skin colors by leftist media and people who are on the left because they're so terrified of being called racist. This is much more destructive than some out-and-out racist who's just saying terrible things. This is putting people into a category, a special category, and saying they need to be treated differently on that basis. And it's doing it in a much more subtle and a much more acceptable way than somebody who's an idiot on the right who just says, oh yeah, we need to racialize everything and treat everybody by their race. And some races are superior to others and all this other nonsense. On the left, it's much more subtle and much more mainstream that you can just patronizingly say that, okay, well, you're automatically a victim if you have a particular skin color, and I'm going to auto-group you with other people with this particular skin color when you're criticized, and I'm going to say that you can't, you can't handle it. You can't stand it if somebody criticizes you. And I read part of this article about that whole Baltimore tweet thing that was talking about how a president shouldn't act like this. It's like getting on this high horse about how a president should act. This is after all the rest of the Democratic establishment has called him all of the worst names imaginable. I mean, the president called out Baltimore for having terrible policies that lead to a terrible city. That's pretty straightforward and reasonable and not especially inflammatory when it comes to criticisms. When you call somebody a perpetual Nazi Satan, that's a little more serious. So just, oh, I'm so sick of this nonsense. Anyway, that's the last coffee house. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, so I just published a book, my first book ever. It's uh, kind of a test thing. I want to make reading more kind of collaborative. I want to involve more people at the time of reading. So I'm kind of launching a pilot book series that's about aspiring authors and uh, taking chapters from their book, like the first chapter of their book, and reading it kind of together. <laughs> so I've got uh, notes and comments. I've got um, a palate cleanser comparison of some great work of literature that explains, okay, this is what this does great and you go through the aspiring author and see what they didn't do so great. All these, these weren't curated actually, so I just read them at random. And I ran into some very interesting stuff. There was every genre in the book. Like I said, it was completely random. Every genre in the book, so many of the similar motifs, but there were some surprising things as well. These are the kinds of things that people are trying to write at this point. And it was, it was so much fun just going through and seeing how people <laughs> try to develop stories and establish their wish fulfillment of what they want to be and write different characters and uh, the kinds of things that are interesting. It was so much fun. But anyway, if you want to read that, it's John Shade Reads Aspiring Authors. You have to like search for the whole thing. John Shade Reads Aspiring Authors. And I would love any input at, uh, I think it's johnshadereadsgmail.com or thelastcoffeehouse@gmail.com. But much appreciated. Oh my gosh, I'm glad to end on a more positive note. But that's uh, my first book ever. I just wanted to do it, get it done. It's out there. I'd really appreciate it. I uh, really appreciate you listening so very much and let me vent about this stuff and i hope all is well okay thanks bye